Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, or whatever time you're listening to it, all you weebs and noobs out there. Uh, this is your resident weeb, Kyle, here to talk about uh, a mini-sode. Uh, Garrett is on vacation, so we are going to be filling in between. I, I wanted to make sure the, the big three on the threes got their exact numbering right. So uh, we are here today to talk about a very specific subject and a very specific show, but it's going to take some lead in to get to it. Before we do that, let's bring on our guest. You all know him as our Hunter Hunter expert, another person who is a kind of semi-weeb, which is just enough for this show. And uh, it's our buddy, Jimmy. Welcome to the show again, Jimmy. Thanks for having me, Kyle. Happy to be here. Yeah. So um, are you, do you have the appetite to tackle the kind of show we're going to be doing today? Uh, Of all the gourmet things I could hunt for. (laughs) So once again, I just remind people, if you want to listen to our episode on the, on Tariko that we did with Garrett, uh, it's episode 25. Uh, and we discussed the show Tariko, and it really is like kind of my favorite shonen that is the most ridiculous one that I've ever seen. Uh, so if you were to summarize the show in like two to three sentences, like say this was like a one page paper, what, what, what's the show about, Jimmy? What's Tariko all about? It's Hunter Hunter mm-hmm. mixed with DBZ power ups. Mm-hmm. And Naruto ridiculous-esque jutsus that don't really exist. <laughs> they don't make sense. The abilities are all ephemeral, like more <laughs> more, more metaphorical than they are real, right? I mean, like, Poison Dude, co- was it Coco? Coco, like, yep. I Like, all right. And like, they didn't really go into the gourmet cells and what that means, really. Yeah. <laughs> this show twists itself into logical knots to make sense of the reason why you literally live in a bounty of food and everything wants to kill you, but you would still survive in this situation. And it starts pretty, pretty powerful. Like Tariko starts at a pretty good level, right? Like they talk to you about the level system that level one is like, you requires you to take a, a, a shotgun to take the thing down, but level five is a tank and Tariko handily beats a level five creature in the first episode. So we're at that level already. With his fork knife technique, which <laughs> yeah, explain that. Explain how Toriko goes through the life uh, eviscerating his 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 food. Well, one hand is the fork, and yes. for whatever reason, his fingers don't just stay straight; Mm-mm. they curl, no. which is more of a spoon shape. It's and the other hand is more of a karate chop, and that's his knife, and yes. that's how he takes on things. But yes. he doesn't live by a code. He only he only kills what he eats, and he only or he only eats what he kills, and he only kills to eat right exactly and so what i'm gonna do today and this is the name of this episode we called it gets weird uh is this new t- thing i want to talk about because we talk about Tariko up until a certain point but i honestly want to take Tariko to its ultimate extremes what i'm going to do is i'm going to take you on a tour of the entire series of Tariko, and i'm going to see if you expected any of this stuff and or we're going to kind of break through the logic because the logic is really wild you got to episode what eight when they were doing the puffer whale? Um, I think I might have watched another one or two after I talked to you. Because um, what did they fight? Um, there was... The Mastodon thing? Or the, yes. So now you are one what's called the Regal Mammoth. The Royal first, Mammoth. Yeah, the Regal Mammoth. So just so everybody knows how this kind of starts. We're at the beginning stage. They had to kill a gigantic gator that spits out slugs is the first episode. That's got six legs. Yes. Then they fist fight a bunch of gorillas to get a fruit of uh, the rainbow fruit the, the troll kongs fruit, that if you put a little bit of drop into a pool it flavors it, everything it flavors <laughs> everything in that pool with one drop so this is i'm telling you this is 
it's hyperbolic at its extremes and it's like and it and it, and it kind of got to a point that it painted itself into a corner so i had to really like kill it and then, instead of power ramping they story ramped <laughs> yeah seriously they're like oh god the logic doesn't make sense how we're going to make up for this and we have more chapters where this is more popular than i thought it was going to be uh and then they go after a whale in a deep deep cave that is humongously poisonous but yes. if you don't <laughs> if you don't put it to sleep also known as knocking in this show it'll poison the entire body and you're screwed and you can't eat it i I, which I understand. That one yeah. actually makes yeah, a little bit of sense. Yes, that one's yeah the most logical of it, and that's where we meet Coco. So not only Hitoriko, <laughs> there's Komatsu, his little sniveling sidekick. Okay, I love Komatsu yeah. so much more than original Kobe from One Piece. Really? Well, that's late, no, no, no. Kobe badass with hockey is different. Different guy. Kobe from Kobe in the beginning is well. What's uh Kataro? Is that his name? Uh, who, what you're talking the, about the which uh, show? Taroki sidekick. Or Toriko, oh, Toriko's, it's Komatsu. 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 He is yeah. a mix of Usopp mm-hmm. and Kobe, and first couple episodes, Kobe. And you can understand where they went with this because, like, Kobe gets buff, and that makes sense too. But <laughs> Komatsu doesn't get more buff; he's just better at cooking, and well, he, that's ideal. In this and show. he's also perfect. not a coward. No, like, no. like he starts out a little bit scared, and he's like, "Ah, eh, Toriko's got everything. I but can." He's got, I can... <laughs> yeah, he's but he's also kind of a fanboy, which I love about it too, and it's a little homoerotic. Uh, you know, because Tariko would wreck that Komatsu ass, so to speak. Uh, now we're going to go into where you ended up on, and we're just going to kind of go through Tariko's adventures, okay? You're on the Regal Mammoth, which apparently is this giant mastodon that has this amazing jewel meat, it's called. And they're not going to kill the mammoth. No, no, no. Because how big is this mammoth? It's what's... It's like the size of the elephant that's got the island of Zoe on it. Yeah, I can't think it, of his name. I think it is Zoe. I think that's his name, Zoe. Oh, Zunesha. 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 Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Zunesha. And so they're not going to kill him. They're just going to like go in and like shave a little bit of his like rib muscle, so to speak, and bring that home. It's, it's like shearing sheep. They're just going to shear some, yeah. some bacon. And we also meet the next of the heavenly kings whose name is Sonny or Sonny. I never really figured out, but we're going to go by Sonny in this episode. And what's his deal? Um, oh, he's got his feelers. Yes, which is not his fingies, which is not his fingies. He's got jellyfish tentacles instead of hair, basically. Right, exactly. And he's the pretty boy, and he's like, all he cares about is uh, is being pretty. With his My Little Pony hairdo. Right, exactly. (laughs) Rainbow bright mixed with My Little Pony for hairdo. So they get into this thing. they They walk into the mammoth, fight other people within the mammoth. And with his knife, not with an actual knife, this would be a good time to not like metaphorically have a knife, but a real knife. He like slices just enough of the of the jewel meat to make it make it good. So that is not the, the crazy part. We I get wonder to. if it was supposed to be jowl meat and that was just a translation <laughs> thing <laughs> or it's you possibly know. it's another word for chitlins. It's just uh, it's mammoth <laughs> chitlins, yeah. but delicious mammoth chitlins. So, OK, folks, now we're at the line that me and Garrett left off. And now we're going to talk about the century soup arc. So what do you know? Hold on. Can I, can I ask you a question, Kyle? Yeah, since yeah please. Obviously. Please. Ask away. My, one of my favorite things is the introduction to every episode where the, the voiceover mm-hmm. is like, somewhere there's a world of the Udon Willow. Yes, where, exactly. Where trees have Udon noodles for leaves. That Does don't that go, go bad. on? Yeah. Does that go on the entire series? The whole time. The whole time. Yep. That imagination is absolutely insane to come up with all that. Well, the crazy thing is, I think they what they did was they took kids' suggestions. That's why they're such corny jokes. 
and they let they took like the kids letters and they just rolled with it like some kids said um like a deer that's made out of ketchup is like a ketchup deer and the guy's like sure thing and then they throw in the episode and stuff like that so trust me the, the like it's not really like a like a new york post thing where there's someone just sitting there making up puns it's like actually taking like fan suggestions that's right. uh, and, and you know what good for them i appreciate let's, it so let's roll through the century soup art uh there jimmy so what happens is is that they go to this arctic tundra and there they go to get what's called the century soup what do you think would go into this type of soup what do you think is the kind of things you'd want to see in a century soup i well the obvious answer is the chinese century you know 100 year mm-hmm. egg i guess right yeah um or you could go with balut but mm-hmm. i mean it's not what i want to see in there and I, I don't even know what random items I could come up with that they've somehow created to like, oh, it's the, the eggplant of forever. Right. <laughs> so what happens is, is that this recipe calls for uh, the, a column of ice that is full with just like, think of like La Brea tar pits. <laughs> oh, all right. But like full of every animal. It's a it's a glacier that's basically just froze along the movie yes. ice age. And <laughs> the idea is that with enough dead animals in one column of ice, if you were to melt said ice, it wouldn't taste like rank ass. It would taste like the most delicious soup of a hundred years worth of animals. Would you would you dine on something? Would you go to the distance to find out a broth stewed in every single like a Noah's Ark worth of animals? that's absurd because first yeah. of all when something gets cold it gets preserved yeah, yeah exactly I don't smells think don't smells flavors don't flavor like all of a sudden like it turns into like um uh you know the te- the, the the lost ark the first uh, indiana jones <laughs> where like they all of a sudden just like melt it like Bleh! all the meat turns into crap like all the hundred years of non-decaying like catches up with it in an instant but no it makes apparently a delicious soup and do you know what the secret ingredient is stones penguin spit (laughs) so and that's once again not the most ridiculous thing and they face this one guy uh whose name is tommy rod is he part of the gto or the gt he's part of the gourmet knights i think they're called the gourmet uh you know because they're they're the the baddies at least until the royal mammoth arc Mm -hmm. it was or the regal mammoth arc yeah they were it was the igo the international gourmet organization it was like the big government yeah and the gt yes i think which was like gourmet something or other yeah it's like the gourmet like um it's like rebel gourmet hunters kind of taking their ingredients for themselves and no one else yeah but they're they're an actual company though too yeah yeah and they have like top level people and their lower ranking people were, were using robots but yes. now you get to Tommy Rod is like the first instance of like them not using the robots because they can handle it. Okay, so they they are a real organization. But it's, it's still GT coming at yes. people. G- okay. GT coming at you. And Tommy Rod's thing is that he has stored more than a thousand species of bugs in his stomach and will just like vomit them up. So he's Shino. <laughs> Basically, yeah. But like think grosser. Okay. Like that, you know, the bugs that show up in like Yu-Gi-Oh decks that are like ridiculously gross. Like imagine that, like he's like, okay, I'm gonna, oh, you want to come at me with a fire spell? Well, I'm going to come at you with a, with a, an ice bug. <laughs> and then he shoots out an avant bug out of his, oh God. And doesn't die from it. So that fight was so hard to Tariko that he decides to like level himself up. Now we're getting into the, like, I need to be better arc of his, uh, his journey. And so, and that's just the beginning and it's going to get more ridiculous. He goes to a, 
giant like jack of the beanstalk in the sky <laughs> i'm sorry a what <laughs> a giant beanstalk in the sky we're talking like above okay. the clouds and there to get what's called bb corn now what, what do you think bb corn is all about i it, it's something that's going to boost your muscle or your power or your i guess your gourmet cells yes and and that's kind of like the idea because once again another thread of this show is that uh it's supposed to uh he's trying to find his like ultimate menu of the things he needs to eat in life before he dies kind of thing it's like his bucket list of food well i i i thought it was actually more of like it would be his final meal but he's got each piece you know what i mean like not you know he's got his appetizer his soup course his salad right exactly so bb corn is short for blue blood corn Uh, and it's a corn stalk in the middle of the sky and donnie Wahlberg's at the top (laughs) So what you have to do is you have to, and also that you have to, that height is also where volcanoes are. So you have to carefully get this, like we're talking the size of, let's say like the cars that kids ride in, like that size corn kernel, bring it to the volcano to pop it so you can have one singular giant kernel of corn. Would you, would you eat something like that? I've been known to pretty much eat anything. Of course I'm going (laughs) to try it. Am I going to be a wimp about it? I don't know if I'm climbing a beanstalk, going to a volcano and throwing mm. my corn to Sauron. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And so he he goes to do that. But of course, unfortunately, uh, Tariqa runs into his first baddie, uh, which is uh, another uh, of the GT squad. Um, his name is, oh, Grinpatch. His name is Grinpatch. And so imagine Goro wearing a pirate bandana whose main thing is that he sucks things out of straws. He has amazing suckage. <laughs> All right. And it's not, that's not the most ridiculous thing about him. He also, mind you, also has different porous rocks and structures within his gut that allows him to process poisons. Now, is this his robot or him himself? No, this is him himself. This is his actual body can do this. <sighs> this is, I, I don't even understand <laughs> it anymore. It's... So Grinpatch is like, so you know how like Tariko's like and, and Komatsu are like carefully handling this popcorn so they can get it? Grinpatch doesn't give rat's ass about that. No, he takes a straw, his giant straw, and sucks up like all the kernels into his mouth. He's like, yum, 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 yum. and like, and he battles this guy. And that's the, that's the thing <laughs> is this is where this ends up going is um, we get to the BB corn. And not only is BB corn so good that I think Tariko uses it as part of his his uh, overall menu so just to, to make you know that it's his it's hors d'oeuvre that Which is Rico's hors d'oeuvre i'm pretty sure he's only figured out like two of things from his ultimate menu yeah and you and, and like some of them like a lot of times people show off the menu to show you like oh not only do i eat these foods but like i was badass in catching them so therefore i'm showing off right yeah um and so there's another okay so this is a, once again we're gonna get crazier right they're now going into what is the gourmet world. So they're now in like the safe. It's like Hunter Hunter, like you said. There's the safe world and there's the dangerous world around it. And they're going to go into the gourmet world where all the great ingredients are, but more dangerous. And the next thing they do is they get what's called the ozone herb. Now, what do you think that is all about? It's an aromatic, I'm assuming, or you have to like, it. I, I don't even know. It creates <laughs> anti-gravity or... So once again, we're in the clouds and uh, we are doing what's called the ozone herb. 
the ozone herb is I can imagine like like an aloe plant, but it actually has like an actual big vegetable. It's called the king of vegetables. And in order to eat it, though, there's a specific style that you have to do it. You have to, it has to be so the, it's a it absorb it absorbs harmful radiation from the sunlight. Given a butter to, to peel it, two leaves must be unwrapped simultaneously. There's rules to this one. Otherwise, the plant rots. So similar the, to the puffer whale, right? Exactly. Um, and once you eat it, you have to bite it tw- two bites at the same time. Otherwise, it goes bad. Okay, so it is called the ozone because it's in the like the upper stratosphere. Okay, and you have to peel it at the same time. So it's kind of like you have to share it in order to like, in order <laughs> to need, have it. It's this is a two man job. You can't it's a two man job. You can't be a solo buddy here and right. get it done. Right, exactly. And so it is a, uh, you know, it's called the king of the vegetables, also known as the ether herb. Um, and so they're kind of keep going. And this is the first time they're going to actually meet what's called a nitro. Now, remember the mo- the robots that, that Tariko faced yeah. that and they were kind of like hairy monkeys with like beaks? Well, I think they each had their own like design on one. Yeah, but like there was a general theme to that. They were yeah. like, all right, so. Sasquatch it, with a plague mask, doc, or right, plague ex- doctor mask. Exactly. So what happens there is that uh, these nitro are actually real creatures and the robots were fashioned after them and you meet your first nitro in this uh, in this uh, in the clouds. Now, do you know what nitro means? No. Like, <laughs> no, you're never going to. This is a this is a, a question I know you're not going to know the answer to. <laughs> it's called a nitrol because it stands for nitroru, which means that it's a double-sided troll for, it's like part of people's spirits. So this I'm saying, like, it goes these places and there you still go. like at one point I really felt like he said they were in Japan and then yeah. there's like talk of all this other crap that I'm like okay maybe it is but not <laughs> so now we go to another I'm just going to move on from the next arc which was where they go to fashion a new knife for Komatsu it's badass it's called the milk knife not milk milk, milk. knife milk <laughs> knife uh, and they have to actually capture stardust to make this this knife like this is the stuff we're talking about <sighs> But the next one is the most ridiculous, which is what's called Mellow Cola. And Mellow Cola is found in pyramids. Not where you would traditionally find Coca-Cola or other cola products. Is in an ancient like pyramid. That's where they go. And that's where we meet the last of the Heavenly Kings, Zebra. So we got the... Besides Tariko, everyone else has ridiculous porn star names. We got Coco, Sunny, and Zebra. <laughs> Okay, because they they did talk about zebra very briefly. Yeah, in I think the the beginning of the Regal Mammoth arc. Yeah, where they're like, should we let zebra out? Because I guess he's in jail as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, so what happens is they go into this uh, pyramid and they find a mummified nitro, but that's not the problem. And so one thing they go talk about zebra. Zebra's kind of j- is a jerk. He doesn't like people who are phonies. He doesn't like big fat phonies. And his thing is that he can use his voice as a weapon. He's probably the biggest, beefiest of the all, but his power is in his voice, like like Paul Blart Mall Cop. You know, the power is in my voice. And he can like yell your face off. Like he's like Uvogin from Front Hunter and Hunter Hunter, right? Like where <laughs> he grabs the guy and goes, ah! and like can kill you that way. So, uh, what was it? what's his name? Uh, Present Mike from My Hero, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you think? Okay, so they meet the Sphinx, the Mellow Cola. How do you think you would find Coca Cola? Or this famous so- soda? How would you do that? I'm assuming they, these things have a gland. 
Okay. Or, <laughs> that's got to be cut out because they produce carbonation and they eat birch root. <laughs> so the, the the sphinx, yes, you're right. You you were, you found that out that there is a gland. It's his tear ducts. You uh, have to beat, but you have to do it in a certain way. We can't do things normal in Tirico. No. Are you ready to hear how to release cola from a sphinx's eyeballs? Are you ready? Up down, up down, left right, left, left right, right yeah, start. Exactly. You know, give a little uh, uh, or be tuck and tickle, so to speak. No, so. <laughs> You have to evenly pound the Sphinx's entire body. You have to then hit its solar plexus. You have to cut the scales off its back. You have to slice at the back of its leg, starting with its front right leg, proceeding clockwise. You then have to simultaneously pull a weather, feather from each wing. Then you have to pound its tail, which is a snake. And in, in like a... They found this I, out from an, a mummified book off of the mummified nitro, nitro. Now, I this guy must have been some sort of masochist who wrote this, or like had dreams of torture, right. like to come up with I, this one specifically, and the regal mammoth of cutting the inside or cutting cutting from the inside. This man was a masochist, right? And this I'm, is not even the weirdest part. That's the crazy part. And you want to know what it says here on the wikia? is once all of that is done, the oxidized scum on the surface of the tear glands are released, and it is high-quality cola. And it is, apparently, this thing can, uh, you know, give you, it feels like a firecracker and year-long fermented sugar. It's 100 times sweeter than maple syrup. Uh, it's bubbles. Hey, maple syrup <laughs> is sweet enough. <laughs> And it completely revives all cell in the bodies with this effervescent bubbles. Uh -oh. That's what the Melicola does, my friend. And, that, and once again, this is not the weirdest part. So <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead to uh, the next arc that I think blew my mind is they are going to go and they're going to eat what is called a meteor garlic. What do you think meteor garlic is? garlic from space yeah you did good man that, that's really what it is now how do you think you would one would get meter garlic um you've got to punch it out of the sky because <laughs> so you think this is a space a space odyssey i'm uh, pretty sure it's either that or you have to find a meteor and somehow have plant garlic seeds right. from meteor garlic on it yeah. but honestly with the way this this show is going it wouldn't surprise me if you have to use your gourmet cells to pull the meteor from orbit <laughs> okay so uh too bad for you this thing is extinct uh story uh, over so was the battle wolf <laughs> true and another thing you need to know is that they're not going for the actual garlic they're going to find the memories of the meteor garlic so now they're fighting to Take someone else's experiences of the meteor garlic. I am angry. Right now. <laughs> I am physically angry. I, you know, I really thought I wanted to at least watch the show or read the the manga, but I don't know if I can do it anymore. I oh like. Oh my god! It's it's absurd, and it's. So, I think it's more absurd than Bobo 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 yeah. Bobo. Or and that was intentionally bad. That was intentionally supposed to be weird right yes so they go to this casino that is run by a person named live bearer and i actually would watch this arc because this is actually an interesting one live bearer um doesn't uh casinoify in money or food 
he takes your memories. His thing is he sucks people's memories of eating the best food they've ever had well, and they stores had, them in a bank. They That's had to thing. figure out a way for him to have the memory of eating mm-hmm. garlic cells. So obviously mm-hmm. this guy's going to implant those memory in Tariko and uh, Kamatsu's mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. And so he he decides to, um, and they also meet Coco there. So it's Coco, Tariko, and uh, Kamatsu. Okay, so the three of them are at this casino, and Coco still can't touch anyone because of his poison cells, right? Yes, he, well, he can. He can. He has control of it, but he also like can see your death, like that kind of stuff. Like his thing's yeah. got really good vision. Uh, so that he goes to this casino and he fights Live Bearer at this casino in a, like a weird game of uh, like concentration memory. And the way the game is played is there are points on the card. If you match, you get the points on the card. If you can eat the ingredient. So if you flip two cards that say one, it's a pretty easy one to get. If you flip the ones that say 50, well, then you can eat it and get all those points, but it's the hard ingredient. And you got to like kill it, fight it, kill it, eat it, it fully within a time limit in order to get the points. Otherwise it goes to your opponent. There's also whammy ingredients in there that'll either blow like a, what's called a uh, bomb cherry, which is a, bo- a cherry you actually eat that'll explode in your mouth, a la Tasmanian devil. <laughs> So this arc is kind of concluded about like about live bearer cheating. The whole I guess time. that's I guess that's as close as they got to a tournament yeah. arc. <laughs> yeah, and then Coco using his great uh, prediction skills can actually keep up with live bear, and live bear looks like he's about to win, but Coco is smart, and then he made him eat certain ingredients in a certain order that would kill him instantly, and the guy quit, and so that's how meteor, and so they end up getting the meteor garlic that way using the memories of. But what's the point of that? Because get the meteor garlic. But if he's trying to get the ultimate menu or his ultimate menu, he can't ever serve it. Right, exactly. And he doesn't. He doesn't. And also, the truth is, it doesn't end up being on his on his uh, on his final menu. Well, it couldn't be because you couldn't (laughs) get it. (laughs) The next thing is called Bubble Fruit Arc, and that's where we start getting into. So, how like you know, Goku, he has his key. Like we have the devil fruit has awakening what they Opera have and Naruto. Yeah. So what Tariko has as like the next um, power up is food honor. <laughs> you have to appreciate the food enough to get more powerful at. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing you right now. Jimmy. I, I really wanted to like the show and I just, it is getting absurd. And this in is order. This is the gamification of it, <laughs> right, where exactly. like, because in WoW, World of Warcraft, you had to go and do quests in a region to mm-hmm. get honor to buy the stuff or right. anything like exactly. that. Exactly. But this, you're telling me you have to praise the food before you're allowed to eat it? Right, and it allows you to get incredible focus on gratitude, and, you exp- and then allows you to handle very delicate foods because you're showing appreciation to it. Uh, and so what they're looking for is this fruit called the bubble fruit that is so delicate. You have to, you have to learn, you have to have so much appreciation for what you're eating that you can handle this bubble and eat it. Um, and that is the kind of the next power up is that he learns how to be good and nice and have good manners. And that's where he's doing. Tariko does. Yes. I thought it was going to be Kamatsu who did that, who handled no, that both business. of them. And he does it also by like starving himself essentially. And it's once he finally goes like, I can go no longer. Oh man, I wish I could eat all the food. I really appreciate it. Do the bubbles appear and he can eat the, bu- the bubble fruit. So yeah. What do you think about food honor? <laughs> I will. 
you until I heard the part where the bubbles didn't appear till you did that. Yeah, I get everything, it. Everything uh, has well, to be difficult. Everything has I, to be. But difficult. I like I can understand it. Not that like oh well like there's a sensei over there watching <laughs> yeah. you saying more honor. <laughs> <laughs> so then, oh, okay, so. <laughs> You have to have good manners in order to be powerful in this. In well, this thing. I assume Kamatsu, it would almost be worth it if Kamatsu did it in like mm-hmm. two days and it took Tariko like three weeks to get it. Because I mean, as much as I like <laughs> Oh Tariko's, no, this arc is long. This arc as is much long, as man. I like Tariko, Kamatsu, like he really appreciates yeah. the things. And I forget what arc it was where like, he's like, oh, what if I grill this steak on a hot rock? And that blew Tariko's mind. <laughs> like, Wait, what? you can cook Heat? something. You can cook something besides roasting it over an open fire with no Tariq, seasoning or anything. Tariko lives like Liver King, man. He's a, he's an all raw man. He he likes the paleo life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kill it with your bare hands and eat it raw. That's the man. That's no, no, no. Does. He he ate it cooked. It was just everything was yeah. roasted over an open fire. <laughs> so we're not done yet, my friend. Um, we also learned what is uh, Tariko's ultimate goal is to get is to eat God. <laughs> now is Alanis Morissette God in this world? Because yeah, that he makes has more sense. A la dogma, yes. No, it's it's the name of the ingredient, so it's not actually God. It's not like he goes to heaven, punches it, forks and nikes him in the face, and then like gives good manners and then eats God. No, it's like a name of the ingredient. Um, but before he does that, he has to use the gourmet honor that he learned to fight this new kaiju that's coming in called the Four Beast. And the Four Beast is these four like giant creatures that are connected to one even bigger creature. And in order to beat them, we have to kill them at the same time. So now we have to bring back Sunny, Coco, and Zebra, and they all have to fight at the same time. While they're doing this, and this is the thing that like, this is when I started to go like, put my hands up and go like, I'm done with this, but I still, enjoy, I still I read the whole thing, but is this, this four beast releases this green poison that kills, like will kill people. And so all of the IGO is working hard on an anecdote at the same time as them fighting the four beast. How do you think you fight the poison? And I'm trust me, I don't think you're going to get the answer to this. But go ahead. Um, if I go using Tariko logic, using Tariko logic. Well, I, it's I'm pro- you almost have to meditate in honor or somehow cut the ball sack off this thing <laughs> and use the semen inside the ball sack. But you have to hit specific sides of the scrotum at the same time in a certain direction <laughs> in order to do it. And you have to appreciate the ball sack that you're, 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 you're getting there. You're getting there. So what they learned about the poison, this is where I was like, okay, you guys are losing me here is you Oh God, this makes me, I'm like, I'm, I'm embarrassed to answer it like this. Are so, you physically getting upset? Now? I'm getting embarrassed saying this out loud. So the best pharma cook, like the cook that uses medicinal cooking, which is a real thing in Chinese cooking, but kind of taken to a weird degree in this show. He says that using the color wheel, the opposite side of green, which is the color of this poison is purple. <laughs> So in order for them to defeat this green poison, they have to create the most purple food that can feed an entire city worth of poison people. And guess what? They succeeded doing that. While they're fighting this thing, though? <laughs> well, the, the four buffy, buff heavenly kings are fighting, like okay. Komatsu and other chefs are trying and to Tina? kill them. 
Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Tina, like the whole like it's a way too many people to say let's we need purple food. Right. So they couldn't like, go. They couldn't go get a rainbow fruit from somewhere and just squeeze the purple bit nope, out. And... Nope. They had to do this just right, and and they had to do it like perfectly because we're talking about Torico. Things are specific in this. I department. mean, I guess it makes sense, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like something that's orange has a lot of beta carotene in it. Right. Right. Something that purple has a lot of grape in it. I... Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that leads us to the final kind of end result is what they're trying to do is they're trying to um what they find out is the like the godfather of their like gourmet hunter world is named acacia remember they talked about like he found god and solved the world's problems well yeah and then he died so you know curing the world's problems right well apparently acacia is actually the bad guy of the show (laughs) Ooh, twist and it's a twist <laughs> and apparently his what you learn is that in each person especially those who have gourmet cells by the way gourmet cells has got a very midichlorian explanation there's a jellyfish that they found that has these gourmet cells and you inject the jellyfish cells into yourself to give you the gourmet cells okay because i was wondering how you got them to be yeah. honest with you it, and, it, but like... it's an explain to way later in the show trust me <laughs> but another thing is that within every human being is what is called an appetite demon you kind of see it in Tariqa when he gets like really m- rough. He turns into a red appetite demon. Well, apparently that's everywhere for every gourmet hunter. And Acacia, who's the god of these hunters, has the worst of them. Uh, he has this, this terrible demon called Neo who has an insatiable appetite and is going to eat the world if he can get handle on that final ingredient, God. Acacia, <laughs> I know, man. Acacia has probably the most hardcore... Um, a menu of all time can do you mind if i read you what his menu is of course of course I mean, <laughs> of course it, read it of not I mean, of course of, i mind <laughs> yeah i mean you, you shouldn't so uh let me just get to it so his hors d'oeuvre is named center we're just gonna run through these what do you think center is the center of the earth something <laughs> some fruit that has grown at the center <laughs> of the earth that he had to like somehow use his gourmet cells to penetrate and remove um center is the center of the earth <laughs> i was right <laughs> you have to eat the core of the earth in order and that's his first that's his hors d'oeuvre that's the starting course that but wets your palate for the rest of your main did, deal. did he already try the center of the earth though or is he just assuming apparently the world gets so delicious every once in a while that it like erupts into flavor trust me i'm i'm not going to explain this thing very well but it's true next remember you were joking around that well the next thing is acacia's soup is called pear not p-e-a-r but pear p-a-i-r what do you think is it a duplicate of everything every food like well remember how you were like a vice versa (laughs) remember how you joked around about the the four beast testicles Okay. Well, you weren't wrong about that. There is a food that's actually based on that. <laughs> I mean... And that is pear. Uh, and there is a legendary creature, which is the Monkey King. And you have to make... You have to, like... You have to dance with it. Because it's very powerful. So if you piss it off, it'll kill you. But you have to dance with it, reminded of its lost lover, who's connected in the heavenly world. And then its spirit in the heavenly world, with him missing her infuses pear into his balls and they drop and that creates pear <laughs> i mean i at least they weren't you know making yeah. him a eunuch yeah. with with weapons it's just 
And I mean, like, <laughs> you just and, have to lovingly <laughs> be tender to this monkey. Yeah, exactly. And in order to eat it, you have to eat it in a certain order. And what it does is allows you to kind of like communicate with the dead. So yeah. Sure, yeah. why not? Sure. I mean, we're already going this far. Let's let's do it, right? The next thing, it's uh so Acacia's uh fish dish is called another. <laughs> what do you think that is? <laughs> another set of balls that dropped from a monkey <laughs> king. <laughs> Okay, so another is, uh, this one you don't really see too much about. It's basically like an ephemeral whale. It's like a mysterious like fish that like resides in the another space, world. in space. And uh, <laughs> you have to kind of go into the galaxy in order to eat it. Uh, it doesn't do much except for, uh, it's, but it's a basically high level ingredient. And you, in order to do it, it can only start after the fish is exhausted from swimming at the speed of light, which takes about 10,000 years. You have to remove its scales, which takes generally 50,000 years. You have to remove its organs and wash the dark fish's flesh, which takes 100,000 years. And the boiling process takes 300,000 years. But Komatsu figures out a way to cut all that. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't even know anymore. <laughs> but wait, there's more. I have news for you, uh, Jimmy. The next one's called News. <laughs> Good news, everyone. It's Huey Lewis's band. That's what, that who Tariko has to has to eat. <laughs> the whole band. Uh, <laughs> Everybody except Huey Lewis. <laughs> he didn't need him anyway. So that's his meat dish. What do you think uh, News is all about? I don't know. Everything got hung from a noose. <laughs> um, it is not. This one's also not really. Uh, it is on the back of a deer a giant deer in and but the deer exists within the you also have to kind of go into the the other world using pear to go into the dead world to meet this like like spiritual deer and then take its meat so you can eat it yeah i, I don't know how i feel about this yeah yeah and it also awakens the gourmet cells of the left leg <laughs> just so you know all right now his salad is called air <laughs> And air. Is it made from the ozone fruit? It, the ozone it's kind herb? of a similar thing. So air is this like vegetable that drops every year. And when it like hits the ground, it like releases so much oxygen that it like will blow everybody away. Um, but you have to, so in order to eat it, you have to do it when the fruit ripens um, and you have to prepare it while it's falling. So basically, Komatsu has to go like, like, like as it's falling, like before it hits the ground and explodes, Ugh. and then prepare it. Um, and yeah, you have to do it and make it uh, really, really good. That's how that's how you do it. And that's air. Um, it's the salad dish of Acacia's dish. The next one is called Earth. So we just ate the center of the Earth, and then there's a dessert called Earth. I, he should have just called it crust, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Earth is uh, is just this like beautiful flower that it it's the sweetest, uh, magnificent flower that you ever eat in your entire life, and uh, that one's not so much a harder thing to get. It doesn't really go into it too much, um, and it's kind of they kind of like blow by it because I think they ran out of time. <laughs> and then the drink is called Adam A T O M as in open up, um, open up, 
Yes. Uh, Adam comes from a mount- cloud mountain, <laughs> and it is erupts from a mountain as liquid hot magma. <laughs> And, and you, you have can, to you have to split the atom so you can eat just a part of the atom. So you have to drink this liquid hot magma, um, and that is the drink, and it allows you to see what's not there, so you can see see things that are invisible. And that's that's kind of where we get to like the final arc. That's how like they like roll out of the show. Okay, then we finally get to God. What do you think God is? But besides Lannis Morissette. Uh, honestly, at this point, um, like a an, like a mouse, <laughs> I'm going Actually, the opposite direction here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm sharing my screen right now. This is God right here. I, I dig it. Yeah, it's a giant frog. That makes the most sense so far. <laughs> and it its tongue can wrap around the earth and like scratch its own back of its head. Apparently, it's the greatest uh, ingredient in dis in in. Uh, in uh, uh known, to in a, known to man and it's the hardest to capture and prepare um okay the first step is to find a specific scale on the body once the scale is found the chef will gain visions of every single ingredient throughout the ages these ingredients are the flavors found within god and the chef must comprehend and understand each other one before they prepare god slowly cutting through god with precise and perfect accuracy when it's finally prepared, a chunk of God is served within a shape of a sphere, cutting to reveal several layers resembling a planet complete with a core. So it kind of looks like a gobstopper when you fully prepare it. It's or an artichoke. Yeah, yeah, almost. yeah. Yeah. But I, you have to know and be able to prepare every single ingredient on the planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's hogwash. Yep, exactly. <laughs> We're getting, this is what I'm saying. Like, I wanted you to really experience like the full breadth. Imagine reading this and like investing time into this. Like I gave you a real like, and then <laughs> I just wanted to give you a summary because like it is so ridiculous. And then the final boss is named Neo, which is like this little tiny demon that like eats everything. Um, but apparently it ends up becoming an ingredient because all it needed was to be appreciated. <laughs> of course. Uh, right? Of course. So uh, someone, a dead person's appetite that still lives on and lingers on, that goes on to eat everything, uh, ends up becoming a very good ingredient that Tarigo eats. <laughs> it's because it's got the flavor of everything of course, that it's exactly. eaten. And that's not to include many other things like um, Sonny eating one of his his victims in his hair, and he spits it out of his hair like later, like a month later. Um, Coco's poison being able to like make you his slave, uh, like so many different things that are weird about this show. I hope I haven't considered this thing too extra for you. What do you think about Rico so far? Now that I've given you the full synopsis, I don't know. Are you worth? I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see how it actually plays <laughs> out. But also, I'm like, do I want to invest the time in it? <laughs> it's long. It's ridiculous. But I've never, I did not have fun ever, right, doing the whole thing. So I, I appreciate you joining me on this ride, Jimmy. <laughs> it was, it was, I told you, the name of the episode was It Got Weird. Was the title correct? I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course it was. Yeah. Yeah. So probably the weirdest show I've ever said. So. Uh, Jimmy, I want to thank you for joining us, uh, uh, as always. And it's always important to hear your thoughts. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this at this mini-sode. Uh, we want to make sure that you follow us on our host site, anchor.fm, slash podcast, or anywhere your podcast is found. Make sure you give us a five-star review, the level of the frog god. 
Uh, you also can follow us on our social media, including on Twitter at Noob or on Inc. on uh, Instagram at Wamba Podcast. Uh, you can also just, you know, check us out. And uh, before we close off, what are your final thoughts on what you just uh, experienced this uh, this week? Here, Jimmy. I enjoyed it to, to what I watched, but I honestly can't say whether I would read it. <laughs> exactly. There are so many other things to read before I'm like, all right, well, I guess I got nothing else to read. I guess. I guess. <laughs> So all in all, we're going to wish you all. And next time, we're going to be checking out the big three on One Piece. And uh, all in all, wish you all fantastic. See you next week. See you later, y'all. I mean, it's literally sparkling. Like stars twinkling in a galaxy of young. I give my thanks. That's incredible!